Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by National Roper Supply. NRS has been providing quality Western wear and horse tack since 1989, and they are proud to be the number one Western store in the USA. From functional and fashionable Western wear and horse tack to essential livestock and horse supplies, NRS carries the products you need at prices you can afford. NRS is a one-stop shop for all things Western. NRS also carries our new line of modern cowboy brand apparel, caps, t-shirts, and hoodies. And for our listeners, use your special discount code MODERNCOWBOY at checkout for 10% off your entire purchase. And remember, Modern Cowboy is the brand for the cowboy in all of us. Today's episode is also brought to you by G-Site Solutions. G-Site Solutions is the number one dry fire laser training system. With the best variety of targets from tactical to game strategy, you download and activate the free app to your iPhone or Android. The Elms Plus laser cartridge is the only laser cartridge in the world with replaceable rubber strike pads. This allows you unlimited shots. You can work on your trigger press, your sight picture, your grip, your stance, and your breathing, all in the comfort of your own home while tracking how your accuracy improves. Look, repetition is the mother of skill. And as a former hunter education instructor and certified NRA pistol and range safety officer, I know the importance of consistent training to stay proficient and safe. G-Site Solutions Dry Fire Laser Training System does just that without going to the range and using up expensive ammunition. Head over to g-site.com and check out all their available products. And tell them Dan at the Modern Cowboy Podcast sent you. Where are you cowboys and cowgirls at? Hey everybody, this is Dan Hillenbrand and welcome to Modern Cowboy, the podcast for the cowboy lifestyles and businesses around the world. I'm glad you're here, so sit back in your saddle and prepare to be inspired, motivated, educated, and entertained as I interview a new guest each week that embodies the modern cowboy. Every Friday afternoon, I hitch up the trailer, saddle up old rock, and ice down a cooler, I drive that old back road until it ends. And the rope and We got them rusted out pickups and fancy rigs. $20,000 horses. Then there's my own stick. Although we're all the same. The minute we ride in to the rope and Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Modern Cowboy Podcast. Um, I've got uh, an awesome guest on. It's the second time he's been on. I, I, I don't even remember when I had Luke on before, but we did have him on before. I can't remember if it was about, I don't know, maybe a year ago. But um, anyway, I'm excited to have him on, catch up with him, and find out what's going on uh, with all this new stuff in the PBR that is super cool. So, Luke, welcome back to the podcast. <clears throat> Yeah, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Um, so, what have you been up to anyway? Gosh, I mean, uh, we've been covered up with this new teams format stuff with the PBR. Um, you know, I I work on the daily with Bass Pro Shops. That's my main nine to five. But uh, we just got involved. You know, Johnny Morris bought a team into this new uh, franchise. We're a franchisee in a new league format. So uh, now I'm back 
ready to hit the trail. I, I actually go to North Dakota this Thursday and go up to our first. Yeah, that's that's game. the kickoff. That's on the seventeenth, the right? Yeah, that's so, correct. I mean, I just think it's so cool, and, and and you can you know fill us in on on how this is how this all works. I mean, because I've 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 you know read about it, I've seen it, but how how did it kind of come about? What what was the kind of the catalyst that like you know got this thing rolling to where you know we actually got teams and owners and and I understand that the the riders are getting salaries, which is super cool. How how that all get started? Yeah, so to make it a long story short, uh, this thing's been in the works for probably, I don't know, the last 10 or 11 years. So when COVID hit us all, um, it kind of shut down sports in general, you know, uh, Western sports, specifically PBR was the first sport back to the mainstream, but we just used a different format and it was basically to keep not only the riders employed and making a living, but the production crew, the announcers, the bullfighters. So, um, they found this little niche that worked so good that fans got behind because when COVID hit, you had to have like three or four guys right. living in a bubble. So those guys had to help their buddies. They had to eat together. They had to stay together. So it almost made this natural team. Well, heck, it came off so good that, you know, we just decided to make it more mainstream. And, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be something that's going to be so easy for a new fan to follow along. And I, and I get it, you know, change is going to be difficult for some of our longtime fans, but I just want to reassure to them that this is going to be such a major impact in a positive way, not just for Western sports, but for sports in general. I mean, like NASCAR, uh, rodeo, PBR, I mean, this is Americana as it gets. So, you know, we're the first ones back and we just, especially, I mean, what better time to hit it than all this fame with Yellowstone, 1883, people are getting back to their roots. Uh, I mean, I think we're striking when yeah. the iron's hot. And I think it's, it's so, uh, so great for, just like you said, everybody that's involved, because there's a huge, huge team behind, uh, you know, putting these productions on. But I, I mean, you know, you think back to when you were riding, which really wasn't that long ago, but, um, you know, did you guys ever imagine that someone would be paying you a salary? And I don't know what the salaries are. I don't know how that's determined. But I mean, just the fact that you're getting a paycheck, you know, for being on a team, uh, you know, is in rodeo bull riding in particular is just, it, I just think it's so, so cool. And how, how do they, how do the, the, the riders uh, react to that? You know what? It's been overall very positive and you're right, Dan. I mean, it's just like, this is the first time you are getting a signing bonus, depending on where you're picked in the draft. And even the fifth place guy in the draft, it's life right. changing money. I mean, it's, it's giving you money just to show up, whether you, you you stay on or not. You get this, and then if you win, I mean, you're talking at the end of the year. If if our team hopefully does it, or any team, uh, you're talking a seven figure split between five guys. I mean, it's life life changing money, and I think you're going to see not only the writing percentages grow, but you're going to see these guys banding together and bonding so much you don't want to let the guy next to you down to the left right. and the right of you these guys are all in the foxhole together so we can get into it later but gosh i uh we picked just a a fantastic team it's very blended it's a bunch of young guys and then you got some older uh wise intelligence in there because they can listen to the coaches all they want but you also have to have that 
that guy in there that is a peer that has been there, done that, and they can listen to too. They also still have some right, gas right. in the tank. Um, yeah, I think I think that's that's so interesting because I think correct me if I'm wrong. Do you guys have Cody Teal on your team or no? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, talking. yeah. That's who I'm getting at. So Cody Teal. So so in yeah. and in terms of the uh, of the bulls and everything. So uh, are, are you going to be using the same stock that they use for the regular PBR events, or, or do they? Or I mean, I can just see where uh, this is going to even take more bulls now uh, with with this event because they're not they're not going to. Um, do any less uh, of the regular PBR events, right? This is just another added uh, event, correct? Yeah, you're exactly right. So the only difference is it's going to be a head-to-head format, but you're going to still see 40 bulls buck each performance. So um, this is the this is another thing that comes into coaches' play is because we're going to learn not only we have to we have to turn in a starting lineup to right. the PBR office on Wednesday, or um, excuse me, on Thursday, but we also get five bulls that we have to strategically pair with these guys that could be an advantage. And we're going to, and we're going to totally pow out with our guys and, and fight. So say our uh, Colton Fritzen, he's uh, 80% into his hand and this bull's bucked off, you know, this number. So we're going to, we're going to have some strategy right. there too. And we're going to talk to our guys because, you know, when you really get down to the nitty gritty, me and Ross, we're a decade away from these right. guys that we picked, but we still watch. I watch every weekend. Ross, he's a safety man. He's in the arena right. roping all the time. Ross stays very close to it. And he is like one of the best motivational athletes in the world, not just rodeo or Western right. sports or bull riding. Right. Right. Anywhere. <laughs> yeah. And so let's, so let's talk about that. How did you guys get picked to be coaches? So both of your titles are coaches. Are you both coaches or. Yeah. So, Oh, I mean, I, I would consider Ross, my head coach at Ross, Ross is doing rider relations, okay. everything else. So I will be at every single event with them and I will act as a coach in some form or another, but Ross is just so good. I mean, he's won the world cup. But uh, I do a lot of the front office stuff too, but just because I went, to, I've been with Bass right. Pro for so long, so I help from some behind the scene things as well. To Randy Bernard, Randy Bernard is uh, you know a founder. He he started the PBR with along with the guys. He's our general manager, so I would consider me a uh, somewhat of a assistant gotcha. to Randy, and then also be right there with the fellas to assist on okay. that day and, and day then, out. Um, how many teams are there again? Total. Okay. So there's eight teams. There's eight teams. So you get eight eight home market events, and then you get two neutral sites, being Cheyenne okay. and Anaheim. So you go to ten events throughout the season, and then we end up for our World Finals in Vegas at the brand new T-Mobile. Awesome. Arena. And then how did you guys pick the the, yeah. the states? Because I know uh, here in Arizona we've got the Rough Riders. So you know we were fortunate enough to get to get uh, you know a team here. But how, how did you guys end up you know determining what state got a team? So it was basically home mark home market from ownership. So the Arizona Ridge Riders, that's Teton Ridge, and that's oh. where their corporate office is set up. You know, Bass Pro, we're set up gotcha. here in Missouri. Um, Ariat slash Oakland A's, they're in California. So um, it just it goes from home market gotcha. from ownership. And so are there are there multiple owners? Are are there or you know is is are there uh, you know? can you buy into these teams? I mean, are they publicly traded? Are they going to be, or, I mean, I'm, I don't know. I'm just asking. 
Well, I think the sky's the limit and there's, there's stuff that right. I don't know, you know? Um, but I think a lot of people were chomping at the bit to make a long story short, to get right. into this league. We felt like the, the, the number eight was a good start right. to kick this thing off because listen, this thing has every opportunity in the entire world to succeed. Just like anything, it's going to take a lot of hard work right. and elbow grease, but it, it's great. So with those eight teams, you're going to guarantee 40 rides. You know, I think in the long-term goal, 9, 10, 11 years from now, you're going to have multiple states going head-to-head -head against each other. You're going to have a team have a right. bye weekend, and you're going to have nothing but televised bull riding head-to-head -head matchups with a bracket format that guys can go and, and have fun with their buddies, and, and, and the girls can uh, have these brackets made. Bull rider, just like right. uh, March yeah. Madness. Yeah, it's just it's so exciting. It's so exciting just for you know uh, Western sports and in the whole cowboy rodeo and Western lifestyle culture. But like you say, again, it's 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 just going to expand the fan base even farther. I believe you know because people understand uh, you know with traditional sports, football, baseball, all those basketball. You know they they have always had teams and you know owners and 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 drafts. Like I thought the draft was so cool. Uh, you know, with the, with the bull riding deal, I, I, I just don't know how, um, how we can go anywhere, but just up. You're right. I mean, so before leading up to the draft, I had a, like a picture in my mind, how I envisioned it to go. And I was just like in awe. I mean, they couldn't have done it better. And like the walkthroughs and everything, you know, you always have these little hitches, but man, it was just so right. professionally done. You know, um, all the guys were so pumped up. The guys were back in the green room. They got picked. They were hugging, kissing their wives. They were high-fiving their friends. I mean, yeah. this is life-changing. It really is. And and this is, no no kidding, this is the biggest thing ever, I don't care, to Western sports since the inception of yeah. the PBR. I mean, this, this gives a guy a salary before yeah. he even gets on. It recognizes them yeah. as an athlete. All the people that have skin in this game are going to totally expand the image of this sport through all their channels. And we're hitting major cities. And this has so much backing, you know, from Fort Worth to, to, to Austin to, to Arizona. I mean, these guys are pulling out all the stops with every tool they have in their marketing department. So this is just, you're not even talking about a bull rider. I mean, you, Yes, bull riders are benefiting now, but anybody that walks through an airport, anybody that comes into a restaurant with a cowboy hat, this is going to take them to a new level, and it's going to put them very recognizable yeah. on a grand stage. Just like if you know Tyreek Hill, I'm a Chiefs fan, walked into right, a right. steakhouse. Absolutely. Um, Even though they traded <laughs> him, right? <laughs> you know, and, and the other thing too is when you when you think about it, I mean. Uh, you know, for, for the, the companies and organizations that have got behind this and, and putting, you know, the, the money into it, obviously they have to, you know, have some indicators too, uh, uh, you know, what a huge deal this is and what it, you know, can become, uh, which is, which is just super, super exciting. And I just, I just think too, just for, uh, you know, with, with the way that the, the world's been, uh, the last couple of years, uh, you know, kind of like off the chain, uh, it's it just, uh, I, I think it just, it helps expand more of just like you were saying, just the, the core culture of Americana and, and just the iconic figure of the cowboy, 
uh, and what the cowboy stands for, you know, and like PBR, you know, they had their, their, their B cowboy thing. And it's like, it's, it's not like it, not everybody has to ride a bull or, you know, grow up on a ranch to, to, you know, have that in their heart, you know, and that's, that's what we say here at modern cowboy, man. It's for the cowboy and all of us. And uh, I, it's just been amazing. I, I don't, you know, I mean, and I love, uh, you know, all the rodeos and everything, but I just don't think any, any one of them has done as much as a PBR has done ever since the PBR got started, you know? Um, and I don't know if, yeah, I don't know if it's just Absolutely. a bull riding event or, or, or because it is bull riding. Uh, but I just think the production of it uh, is, it's just next level, you know? Um, and uh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm super excited. Just super excited. And the thing is, you know, is I really like your guy's name, the Missouri thunder, <laughs> but I know I've got my team here. I've got to root for as well. Uh, now, oh, who, yeah. who are some of the other coaches on some of the other teams? You know, it's funny. Uh, it's all of these guys that used to travel together. They're coaches. So, I mean, you can <laughs> guarantee it's going to be super competitive. So you got Justin McBride, you got Paulo Krember, J.W. Hart, Michael Gaffney, Ross and I, Cody Glostro, Cord McCoy, uh, gosh, Cody Lambert. I mean, you got, you're talking about the original nineties, early two thousands crew. So, um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of knowledge under these hats here. Um, there really is. And, and you know what, I was so impressed with the draft because I think leading up to it, there was a lot of nerves going like, Oh, I mean, is this going to play out? Are we going to end up with a team? that maybe has some guys that aren't very known and we have to train. No, I mean, every single team has a dirty rank, awesome team formed. I mean, this is, it's going to elevate the games so much, Dan, because all these, all these five guys, plus the, um, the alternates, I mean, it's, it's going to make every single week in a dogfight is what it's going to do. And, uh, you know, just hitting on that point that you said, I just bull riding Western sports, everything is what it did. I I would never, ever wish COVID to happen on anybody ever again. But what it did was it got people finally realizing when they had to stay stewed up in the house and watch and watch a TV all the time, as soon as the door started opening, they're like, either they rediscovered the outdoors or they found it for the first time. So you know, it's, uh, it's just yeah. fantastic, you know, and, and all these events they can come out to you because real Cowboys yes, yes. still exist and they're going to see it on a yeah, main stage yeah. right you now. You know, it's funny when you, you talk about, uh, uh, you know, people rediscovering the outdoors, uh, once, you know, this COVID deal got over and stuff. Uh, I gotta, I just gotta mention this now, you know, Bass Pro uh, caps have always been a, a popular cap, but of late, uh, maybe the last year, I mean, you see everybody wearing them. I mean, and all these young college guys and, and girls and, and everybody's got a Bass Pro Cap on, uh, you know, and the, the, it, it kind of goes to that thing. I, I don't know if, if, that's, if that's, you know, part of that whole deal that people would feel like, oh, I'm more connected to the outdoors because I got me a Bass Pro's hat now, you know. But uh, anyway, I'm sure you guys have seen that because I'm sure your hat sales have had, have had to be crazy. Yeah. They have, they have, and you, you're exactly right. So, you know, you see all these um, fraternities and all these guys wearing the Bass Pro right. trucker hat, like you said. Well, it's getting to the point where they're wearing that hat just because it's became an icon, but they may not hunt or fish. They don't know what the story right. is behind it. So we never, ever want to become our grandpa's right. store that people 
And, and I don't see it happening at all. This new endeavor targeting the youth and the right. younger demographic, as well as the old, because we have diehard people. We have people bringing in boats that they have had since the inception. And we'll take them, put yeah. them in the museum. I mean, it's just awesome what you said. But you're right. I mean, that's our entire goal is to tell the story right. behind that hat. When you're wearing that hat, you're not just wearing a hat because it's an, it is an iconic brand. But here's the story right. behind that. Brand. Yeah, absolutely. Very cool. And then uh, you guys also own um, Bass Pro also owns Cabela's, correct? Am I correct? That's right. Yeah. We, there was a uh, there. Yeah, they uh, had uh, a transaction where Cabela's was absorbed yeah, yeah. with Bass Pro and, and we're still going to uh, keep that name. It's a yeah. very iconic name. Um, Cabela's does fantastic with their hunting and fishing line. They're renowned with that. So we would never yeah. do away with the name. And then Bass yeah. Pro knows fishing. So you combine two giants like that. I mean, you yeah. have the best. Yeah. The we, right here in Arizona, as I'm sure you're well aware, we've got an amazing Bass Pro and we've got an amazing Cabela's. As a matter of fact, my wife and I were just at Cabela's about three weeks ago. And I spent so much time in there just walking through, looking at, you know, the, the um, uh, wildlife uh, areas, you know, all the mounts and everything. It, there, it's a phenomenal one there. And it's, it's just, just a great store and, and uh, just a super cool place. And it just bring back, brings so, back so many memories to me, you know, over the years, because I've gone to both those stores for so long. But uh, anyway, I had to mention that about the caps because, dude, I just see them everywhere constantly. And it's, it's, it's super cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Super. It's crazy. And you're right. I mean, you know, the retail side of it is one part, but like Johnny's whole entire vision about mm -hmm. these stores was it's an experience. Right. When you go, it's an experience. I mean, like you may go in there and maybe just buy right. a $5 cat, but certain families make a trip there just to take pictures, watch the fish, yep. watch the fish tank, um, take pictures with all the animals and the mounts, huge waterfalls, structures built in there. I mean, it's just an overwhelming experience to just go into a Bass Pro yeah. in general yeah. or a Cabela's. I mean, that's what it's all. It's like a, it's a destination yeah. store. You know, we our, our Springfield store, we are so proud to welcome 235 million people through that door alone. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. So it's just, yeah. it's insane. And, and, yeah. and again, I mean, I know we talked about this before, but just refresh my memory. You work in, in what, on what side again in the, in Bass Pro? So my official title would okay. be partnerships, but with this new endeavor, uh, the PBR teams and the PBR account consumes right, me now. Right. So <laughs> that's uh yeah. So I would, I would be like a manager. We'll just call me uh PBR head honcho one-on-one -on -one <laughs> best pro. I don't know. <laughs> so now, um, so you guys kick off the, the, the tour uh, on the 17th and there's going to be 10 events. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. So I leave for North Dakota this Thursday. So that was, that's a preseason event. So this is an opportunity for teams to play their, um, practice squad guys um if even some free agents that didn't get picked if you want to take a final look at them you can play them in this game so we're taking a little different approach we're actually going to play our number one draft and number one two uh, our number one draft uh colton fritzland and our number two draft just because colton's been out with soldier, shoulder right. surgery 
So uh, he wants to get a warm up before Cheyenne. And I just said, you know, talking with Ross, what better place to do that than Bismarck, North Dakota? Because Chad Burger's bulls are renowned to be in the hardest bucking, like best bulls, right. but they're honest. They buck and they spin and they're dead honest. They got big old fat backs on them, which bull riders love because. You could send him down to a practice pen or you could send him off to some podunk thing and, and guys are trying to get their bull seen. But we're going to send some of our top guys to Bismarck because Bismarck is historically a fantastic event and these guys are basically going to get pre- uh, paid to yeah, practice. That's how awesome is that? <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, might as well get on a good bull and get paid for it instead of just getting in. Yeah, that's just, that's just amazing. Now you mentioned too, that you got alternate. So you've got, you've got the, the, the main guys that are, uh, that's five, right? Five, five starters, starters, two alternates, and then another five practice. Oh, okay. So, and so we hold it. Every team holds a roster. Oh, oh, it's 12. So, and then every, and every one of those guys is, is getting a check. So the way it depends on what each okay. team structures it, but I can tell you okay. right now okay. that yes. Gotcha. So then the other guys, they may or may not get to ride based on if someone gets injured or someone can't ride or whatever. Yeah. So say that we have a starter that more does yeah. hope it doesn't happen, but if he gets out for the year and we roll in an alternate, well, he's going to get injury reserve pay. So he'll get paid 50% okay. of what he's owed. And then this new guy is going to start getting that kind of money because he's a starter. Gotcha. So it covers everybody. It covers all the bases. I mean, so we basically, like I say, we PBR mirrored what NFL does right. for their athletes. Although we're not on a $130 million right. pay scale, we are on a much better pay scale and it's, it's holding the same parameters with that. Right. Ki- and it has deal. the potential to, to scale just you know with with the growth of the of, right. of the sport and uh in events now you know um now are you guys is a pbr still owned by the same company that owns the ufc is that am i correct that's correct yeah wmeing okay. yeah. and um yep. do you guys uh see the pbr going to you know any pay-per-view events or um you know like like ufc does i mean i mean I, I don't know. Uh, it's, sometimes for me, I mean, you guys, it used to be ride pass all the time, correct? And then sure. and now um, yeah. it's on. And ride pass is still around. You just have to view it through Peacock, which is a free streaming yeah. app. Like I have gotcha. downloaded it and yeah, it's so easy. You just get it. Right. It's an app on your phone. But, um, you know, we've tried pay-per-view right. in the past. And, and it has been fine, but that's the past. You know, right now, uh, what we want to do is for fans, I mean, not just fans, but us in general, all of our families are feeling the impact of the right. gas prices, the, uh, you know, the the inflation and everything. So we don't want to make people right. pay for entertainment. That's why Pluto streaming service is completely free. We're not going to do any type of pay-per-view right now. We want that to be very access, uh, accessible for right. fans, families. And everything. So yeah, there's there's no plans for that right now. Maybe you know once we get back to normal, but no, we don't plan on uh, putting any more things to the to the gotcha. fans. Very cool. Very cool. So, um, 
what have you been doing anything else for, for fun? You've been, you've been getting to fish at all. You've been getting to hunt a little bit or. Yeah, no, I mean, we live in a beautiful part of the world. I live in the Ozarks of Missouri. So, you know, the, the time that I do get to spend free time, it's taking my daughter, you know, Ollie, uh, it's about to be eight. She loves the lake. We pull her around the tube. She loves to fish. You know, I took her out to a really little secret spot. She caught a small mouth, a striper <laughs> and a large mouth within like 10 minutes and she's just, she thinks that's yeah. what fishing is now so i got yeah. i got some yeah. work to do there you know and my wife my wife Brittany and her you know we uh i'm a guy in a, a girl's <laughs> house so i i uh yeah. we have a lot of fun so it's good you know i sold all my cows i had a lot of cows i think the yeah. last time i talked to you and, and we took them all to, to town because you know I don't want my neighbor to have to take care of him. I'm going to, I'm going to hit the trail right. again here a little bit with Brittany. So, you know, yeah, a new endeavor, me and Ross get to go hit the trail and be competitive and we don't get to have our, uh, how, how crazy is that? You know, <laughs> it is. I mean, it, it's so nuts how it comes full circle. You know, me and Ross, we room together. We're best friends for, you know, yeah. 13 years. And then all of a sudden here, I'm not going to call it twilight years. But yeah. Here it's not twilight years. years. Yeah, yeah. We're back it's, together. It's not twilight years yeah. by any means for you guys. Yeah. Um, that's, that's too funny. So, so you know, hey, something, you know, I, I, I just got to ask you about this, you know, in, in all sports, you know, everybody's got their characters. Uh, the one thing about the, the PBR and rodeo in particular that, that, you know, we just never really seen it. I mean, on smaller scale rodeos, yes. And team ropings and, and ropers and that kind of stuff. Yeah. We, we got our characters, you know, and I'll name one right now, Cody Cowden, who's a good friend of mine. And, you know, and that dude is a character in and of itself, but you know, so take the UFC, you know, you just take Conor McGregor, uh, for example, cause he's the biggest, you know, uh, and you know, he's off the chain sometimes and, uh, crazy. And, you know, we've got these, you know, rivalries between guys and obviously they fight, but you know, bull riding, I mean, you're in a fight for your life too. Every time you, you know, slide over one of them, but we've never seen that in bull riding or rodeo world. Really. I mean, at least, uh, you know, exposed to the public where we've got a rivalry or some guys, you know, just, you know, letting it all hang out and, and not holding back. Uh, you know, what do you, th what do you think that is? I mean, do you think we'll ever see that? I mean, or do you think it's just, the the culture i mean i mean you know guys are guys uh you know and they're going to be guys no matter where they're at uh but do do we just put on our, our our best behavior when when we're you know in that spotlight in terms of you know being a, a pbr bull rider or a prca guy you know it, <laughs> well trust me dan i it, yes. it does exist and i've seen it and i've seen it but I think it's cowboy code. You don't hang on to it and you don't show it to the public. But here's the thing with athletes in the Western sports world. We share a locker room that is very small, about the size of this room I'm in, maybe twice. And it's different than NASCAR guys that they go off to their own pits. Right. They're always separated. Well, if there's an issue in Western sports, it gets handled. Right. Lickety split. <laughs> so... You know, um, and and it's never really anything that serious. And there's even been certain deals where it's been between right. two announcers. I've seen right. Randy Smuts <laughs> and Brandon Bates put on boxing gloves and just beat the heck out of each other for about three minutes is all it took because, you know, announcers aren't very tough. But. <laughs> uh, I'll make sure. And, 
<laughs> but no, I'm just, yeah. But uh, no, it, it's funny because, and that's something else, you know, because this league, what this league presents is during the draft, locker rooms are very clicky, not in a bad way. Nobody doesn't right. like that person or this person, but there's certain guys that just naturally yeah. form together. They haul together, they hang together. So with this draft, you got a team of five guys that may have not had that natural relationship yet. So you have to do these team bonding camps and everything. And we're not going to all share a locker room. We're going to have individuals. So you might see something like that form from here there. I mean, that's another point. There's no telling. Yeah. It's interesting. I just, you know, I've, I've often thought about that. I've never really asked anybody that I've had on the podcast. I brought it up to you and and my son and I, we talk about that a lot because you know, we watch PBR and and UFC are those are my, my two favorite sports to watch. And, and so we talk about that, you know, and, you know, everybody in the, uh, the PBR, everybody's, you know, always so cordial tipping their hat and nothing but good things to say. But, uh, uh, I, I, I just wonder what would happen if we had some, you know, uh, you know, wild man character that, you know, showed up on the scene and was a, you know, Conor McGregor type guy. I, I don't know. I mean, I think of one guy that's, uh, that's kind of a wild man, uh, to a certain degree, a young guy, um, was a rocker Steiner. He's, he's, he's kind of a wild man, but, uh, uh, anyway, I don't know. I'm be hard. I'm, I'm belaboring the point now. <laughs> well, I'm a, well, yeah, just while we're on that name, I'm a huge, huge rocker Steiner. I'm a, I'm a Steiner yeah. family yeah. fan yeah. in general. Yeah, no, yeah. no so, doubt. You know, he's, he's just an envision of his yeah. dad. I mean, it's just so nuts because, you know, back when I was 18, 19, his dad was, Showing yeah. the tats, getting fined, running around the arena, like, don't throw right. your shirt in the arena. <laughs> right. We're going to find right. you, whatever. You're, don't throw your hat. Don't wear cornrows. Right. He didn't care. He just won and he had a good time. Yeah. And that's his boy. I mean, yeah. like, it's, it's yeah. an awesome family. Yeah. I love to see it. That's what, that's yeah. what this yeah. sport is. You know, what's, what's interesting is, uh, oh, oh, Tim Kennedy posted a picture of, um, I'm not sure which Steiner it was, but he's like 70 years old with his shirt off. And the dude's just looks like he's, you know, 35, but just shredded, you know, and in great shape. And there were some comments on there. Oh yeah. That guy's on this and that. And it's like, it doesn't matter what he's on. He's 70. Okay. He's 70 years old. Look at him. He's a freaking athletic beast. You know, yeah, Bobby, he's a world champion. Bobby, I think won the world. I'm going to miss my dates up. But I think Bobby Steiner won the world in 1971 and Gary LePew was 19. 19- 70 but bobby won the world title yeah. right after him and much like sid he won the world title and retired sid won the world title and retired so i'm not gonna have yeah. any premonition but if rocker is very well capable yeah. of winning the world title but he's only you know he still can have the cat yeah. lift off yeah. his whiskers exactly. so. <laughs> oh <it's> funny <laughs> so hey um, how is ross doing anyway i mean i had ross on the podcast i i met him in in decatur uh down there at nrs at a uh oh the uh buck and bull fraturity he was there uh in the arena again roping and and um frank newsom's son was there with him too i didn't know that till that was his son till later but uh but like you were saying earlier ross is 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 a is just a great guy and uh he's staying out of trouble i take it <laughs> oh yeah you know ross man you know it it's funny because you have friends that you might lose right. touch with for a month right. a year but you're you're so close with them that the next day you see them you just pick right. right up where you left off so that's what we kind of did when we got together on this thing and now we talk <laughs> two three 
maybe four times a day, daily we talk. And, uh, you know, Ross's boys are just so fired up uh, to, to be a part of this with, a, yeah. with their dad. And, and we're so fired up to have Ross as a part of it, too. And, uh, you know, he's uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but Ross is also an official. He's he's a well, model. No, I, I know he that. Is, uh, I know. I mean, he he just lights up the boot barn ads and uh, everywhere, man. I, it, it's yeah. like <laughs> I told him, I said, hey, Ross, you, now, coach. Don't want this pretty boy stuff and, 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 you know, get in the way of your, uh, your coaching duties, but no, he's a, there's only a few Marlboro man, official guys out there and he's one of them. So he, you know, Ross doesn't yeah. smoke, but, uh, he, he, he has that lighter and, and that he's definitely, he's good. definitely got that thing handled. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. That no, but what, no, make a long story short, me and him, we're living, we're yeah. dream living right now. I mean, it's, it's a, uh, it's a dream scenario for us to yeah. be a part of this gig and with the, the ownership and the team that we have, it, it, it really is just, uh, yeah. you got to No, I, I, I tell you, that's, that's just kind of the way I feel about it. I'm so excited for you guys and just the whole industry as a whole, you know, and, uh, it, it's, it's just, I mean, you know, the guys that, uh, and you were one of them. I mean, you were one of the guys back in the day, but I mean, you just think back, we were just talking about, you know, back into the seventies and whatever, you know, and Cowboys have always done this just out of a pure love and nobody ever really did it for the money or, or, you know, or, or the, or, or anything else other than just the pure love of it. And, uh, it's just so great to see it finally come to this to where, uh, you know, the Cowboy athletes are, are getting recognized and, and getting paid and, and, uh, it's just exciting to see where it goes, man. No, that's absolutely right. And you, this sport speaks to middle America more than any other sport in the world. It's just, uh, you know, you hit the nail on the head. This sport has lasted since my gosh, you know, yeah. the 1800s. Um, it, it's been here forever and there's just something about it that is just never going to go away. And, and I want, one thing I want to get out of this whole entire podcast with you is if there's anybody that's out there that is an existing fan that has any doubts that we're going to take any integrity out of this with the guys or Western sports, please just give it a chance. Watch it because we're not. What we're doing is we're investing in the future. And, and a saying is if it's not broke, don't fix it. That saying drives me nuts because – you always have to be evolving. You always have to be working on it and yep. keep charging ahead or you're going to just get complacent. And you're going to get left in the dust. So give it a chance. You guys are going to love it. And uh, new fans alike, you know, that tune into your podcast, man, just get ready to make the brackets. I mean, what better fun would it be to make a bracket with your buddies yes, about board? Absolutely. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no doubt. And, 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 and speak to your point about change, you know, I mean that, you know, modern cowboy, that name in, in the brand is, is just that it's, it's the modern cowboy. I mean, if you're alive today and you're even a real cowboy, you know, the punchiest dude in West Texas, you're still a modern cowboy because you're living in this day and age, you know? Um, but just like you said, change is inevitable. And I know, you know, when, when I started this podcast, uh, you know, back in 2017, I told myself, I don't want to be a bitter old man, you know, uh, like you see some old guys get, you know, uh, it, it's like, you've got to be, you got to welcome new things. You got to experience new things. And, uh, I know it's hard for people to change. Uh, but it's just like the first time you get out of a regular pair of Wranglers and you start wearing, you know, some cinch or <laughs> some, you know, 
uh, Ariots or whatever, you know, like a lot of old boys, they're like, ah, I don't want those pockets or whatever. But then pretty soon oh, they kind of get used to them. And then before I know it, they're wearing them. But it's the same kind of deal with this. It's just like it's something new, but um, it's still bull riding. And but it's to it's to a completely other level, you know, and I just uh, I think people are going to love it. And I think it's it's just going to be amazing. Yes, sir. I, I, it is hundred yeah. percent. agree. So now is, is this event that uh, you're heading out to on 17th the opening event, is that going to be on uh, streaming on Pluto too, or. You betcha. Yeah. It's going to be streaming okay. on Pluto live Chad Burgers event. I mean, this is a pretty historic event. He's done it ever since right. I was around. I mean, I think this is the uh, gosh, I mean, it's got to be like the 20 something event. Okay. And he brings all the major buckers. It's going to be streaming live. You're going to see uh, 17 out of the 40 guys are number one or number two draft picks in the draft. So it's going to be a yeah, heck yeah. of an event. Very exciting. Very exciting. Well, Luke, man, I, I, I can see you're there at the office. I'm sure you've got uh, a, a lot of stuff to get back and get, get going with. So uh, I really appreciate you coming on. It was great talking with you and catching up and, uh, Look forward to uh, are you guys probably will you guys probably make it out here to Arizona to one of these events if oh absolutely yeah we we got a major team okay event in so when you when you come out here I'll I'll be at that event and I'll try to try to connect up with you if you're if you're not too busy yeah yeah that's great absolutely let's plan on it all right Luke well hey man thanks again I appreciate it and then uh, we'll be in touch sounds great Dan thank you. Every Friday afternoon, I hitch up the trailer Saddle up old rock and ice down a cooler I drive that old back road until it ends At the rope and pin We got them rusted out pickups and fancy rigs $20,000 horses, then there's my own stick Although we're all the same the minute we ride in to the roping pen Well, I ain't no play speed But I give her hell, he never can tell Someday I just might be We'll turn a few steers and we'll tell a few lies Kick back in the saddle and philosophize Most of life's problems Yeah, we're gonna solve them Down at the roping pen Yeah, we don't do it for the money Yeah, we're always broke Just ask Clint what he paid a rope He's lost a dozen wives Half the fingers on his hands To the rope and pen And it takes a little skill And a little luck If you can talk smack You can back it up Oh, but we're all friends No matter who wins Down at the rope and pen
hey, you never can tell. Someday I just might be. We'll turn another pair of steers, tell a few more lies. Drink another beer and hypothesize most of life's problems. By God, we're gonna solve them down at the Roman Pen. We'll see y'all again next weekend down at the Roman Pen. Down.